John and Mary go to the state fair every year. Okay. They got one of those little stunt planes there. There's a pilot. 50 bucks, he'll take you on a ride. Do little stunts. Every year. John says, man, I think I'd really like to fly that plane. Mary says, it's $50. And he says, yeah, I know, but I think I'd really like to do it. And she says, $50 is $50. Next year, they go to the state fair. John says, man, I'd really like to fly that plane. Mary says, yeah, $50 is $50. Time passes. They go to the state fair, John and Mary. He says, I'm 85, Mary. I'd really like to ride that plane. This might be my last chance. She says, yeah, I know, but $50 is $50. And the pilot overhears, and he says, I'll tell you what, make you guys a deal. I'm going to go crazy up in here, do every stunt that I know. If you guys can do the whole ride without saying a single word, I won't charge you anything. John and Mary agree. They go up in the air. He's doing barrel rolls. He's doing loop-de-loos. He's flipping. He's turning. He's pushing that plane harder than he's ever pushed it. He doesn't hear a sound, you know? So finally he lands. He said, man, I did everything I could to make you guys talk. You guys didn't say a word. John says, I was going to let you know when Mary fell out of the plane, but $50 is $50. Welcome to the Iron Right Tattoo Podcast. Is that how we're starting it? I guess so. (laughs) Cue the music. my joke it, it, you didn't think that was a good way to start the episode it was it caught me off guard we don't what. we don't have anything this week you're right we have no theme we have no guests we have not even discussed what we're going to discuss no we're just winging it the seat of our pantalones pantalones well right now the airing of this episode halloween was yesterday Hmm. Like, if you're listening to this episode the day it came out, Halloween was yesterday. So we had a couple of spooky Halloween-themed episodes. We We had the Halloween episode, and before that, we had the scary movie episode. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, if you haven't listened to either one of those yet, you should definitely go back and check them out. The scary movie episode is still valid, even though we are no longer in spooky season. The scary movies are year-round. That is true. I feel like that is uh, quite common. Yeah, in today's I would say society. that's what I watch more than anything else. If when I'm watching movies, I probably watch scary movies more than anything else. I would assume that would be in your top three genres. But what would the other yeah. two be? Mm, sci-fi and action. Yeah, but I feel like those are such broad terms. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Like, I mean, there's only like five genres. You got like yeah. drama, comedy, sci-fi, action, horror. Because even like fantasy would be in sci-fi. True. You know. Well, they typically call it sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. So, um, I like modern westerns a lot. 
like yeah, uh, there's some there's been some high water, no country for old men, like you know those kind of things. Lawless, I yeah, I put lawless in there. Um, <clears throat> so, and then and then after the scary movie episode, we had the Halloween episode, which was last episode. So if you haven't listened to that, mm-hmm. you should definitely go check that out because we had um, people write in, send videos, send audio recordings. Them just telling uh, some scary stories that happened to them, and that was a lot of fun too. So today, this is like kind of a it's a chill week. You chill know? episode. Don't we're not <laughs> we're not no. Uh, it's currently raining outside. That is very nice. If you're watching the video portion, you'll see that I have on this stylish slimming black hoodie. Uh, that's because it got a little little moist outside right before we started recording. I don't know if a lot of people that listen to this would like that word. I think they got to get over it. It's just a I word. I think so, too. You know? It's just a word. It's but. just a word. It, and it, it, it's a descriptive word that's perfect in certain situations. Yeah. You bite you bite into a piece of seven-layer chocolate cake with the fudge core center, and there's, like, shit oozing out of it. What are you going to call that? Moist. You don't have a better word than that. No, you don't. You know? Like, nothing is going to... Dis- you're not going to say, like, oh, that's a wet piece of cake. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> you know? That's not the proper description. Thoughts? <laughs> I was going to say uh, W-Pack. I don't know what that means. Wet-ass piece uh, of cake. <laughs> um, W-Pack? <laughs> a W-Pack. Uh you had parent-teacher conference this morning. Yeah, that went by pretty quick. I thought it was going to be a lot longer. And you said like it went minutes. well. Yeah. Like, Luke's doing great. Yep. Cool. He likes helping out other kids. Um, apparently, when he's uh, doing work on, like, the dry erase board, he sits like an old man reading a newspaper. Yeah, he does the leg cross thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. It's good. It's good. The pictures were But he's doing a lot better now. He likes helping a lot. He's like giving his teacher a hug every day. Instead like, of slapping her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. It's an improvement. Has he been hitting kids or no. Just that one time when he was trying From to what his teacher he was told running me. that racket in the bathroom. Yeah. Like you gotta pay me if you want to get out. <laughs> <laughs> he was um she told me that um after that like week he was sick, he was like a completely different kid. Dang. Yeah. Maybe he had a that sickness know, warmed down. Yeah. Some life-changing moment. For well, that's attitude. good, though. Yeah. That's good, because school is going to be a big part of his life for the next 11 and a half years, yeah. you know? So it's good that he's assimilating early, you know? Yeah. Makes me think if he's going to be a troublemaker when he gets older. Well, what do we have to catch up on? I mean, we had a couple themed episodes, so we haven't talked a lot about what's new in our lives, but I don't know that there's a whole lot new. We usually catch up on what we've been watching. Uh, VHS 99 is out. We both yeah. watched that. Not even going to like go into it because I don't want to do anything spoilery. Um, not my favorite VHS by far. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't my least favorite by far. Yeah. I will say the latter half is significantly better than the first half. Yeah. Um, the whole first part is so cringy. Yeah. I, you can skip like the first two out of like the four videos. And the I think second one wasn't that bad, but it, it was. was. No, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've really watched or played anything else. See, the COD campaign is out. Multiplayer's not out until this weekend. Yeah. But they and released the campaign early. Yeah. That I played. 
I'm really digging it so far. Have you finished it yet? No. I think I got like two or three more missions. Um, a lot of it's like very like not cheesy action movie vibes, but yeah, it's not too yeah. over the top either, but it's like really gritty. And then there's like some Sicario type stuff in there. Yeah, too, there's a lot of cartel tight. stuff in mm-hmm. it. And uh, that AC-130 mission is super tight. Yeah. <laughs> well, like just the beginning was like super tight. Mm-hmm. Um, just controlling a Predator missile and, like, hitting, like, a whole group. Have you seen the new Top Gun? No, I haven't. The Predator missile that's, like, going through the valleys and stuff mm-hmm. is, like, straight, straight out of the new Top Gun movie. There's, like, a whole, like, mission that they're training for in the movie mm-hmm. where they have to, like, stay low and navigate these and valleys the so they can't get, stuff, like, picked yeah. up on radar or whatever. Yeah. And it looks identical to that that Predator it's tight. It is tight. Um, so, uh, yeah, we need to we need to um, generate a quick topic of conversation, or this episode is going to go absolutely nowhere. You know what I mean? So, I think we just spitball. You know, let's throw out some interesting uh, questions between the two of us that we can answer. Because I'm my brain, I got nothing <laughs> this morning. You know what it's I'm saying? Of that rain. It is. It is. I love the rain, though. But it definitely does not make me feel productive. No. In the least. Very counterproductive. Do you think you would do well in a place like like Portland, where it's like rain nonstop all year? I think so. Like, after a while, I would adjust, you know? See, I think I would do really good initially. And I think after, like, three or four months, I would start to struggle with it. I'm pretty introverted as me, it is now. Me too. But... Like, you need vitamin D from the sun, you know? Like, like it actually has, like, a physiological negative effect if you go too long without sunlight. Yeah. You know? But, you know, Sunny D exists, so. That's true. You could just pound Sunny D. <laughs> yeah. I, why, why didn't I think of that? Is yeah, there... what are you doing? Depressed people? <laughs> like, man up. Drink, drink Sunny, Sunny D. D. What are y'all doing? It's not hard. <laughs> oh, there it goes. What the train horn? Yeah. yeah, I heard it. I don't. I don't think it ever really picks up on the mic, though. Yeah, but I love how there's a sign by the railroad that says no train horn. Mm. And there it is. What right are they there. gonna do? Pull the train over? You know, I doubt it. Write it a ticket. I don't. I don't know how that works. You think train hobos are still a thing? Yeah, they gotta be. Gotta be. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I don't think they like dress like clowns and have like a bag on the end of a stick over their shoulder but they might i yeah a hundred percent i think uh i ain't never there, seen there's one, a word though. for it what's that word nomad no no there's a word specifically for people that get on like trains train hoppers is that it it's just a train hopper i feel like there's a better word than that um people who what would how would i google that people who uh sneak on trains People who hop train to train. Freight hopping or train hopping is the act of serendipish, surreptitiously boarding a boarding and riding a freight railroad car, which is usually illegal. Yeah, they just call it train hopping. Hmm. Uh, okay, someone like in the people asked, <laughs> "What are train hobos called?" So apparently. <laughs> Uh, bow chasers. Bow chasers. Railroad police couldn't avoid the hobo problem. This is 1920. 
What? In 1920, 2,166 trespassers were killed, but railroad police couldn't avoid the hobo problem called bow chasers and car seal hawks. They adopted extremely aggressive tactics. They took it as their job to terrorize those who rode the rails, often by any means necessary. Apparently, there's a whole history of police violently beating and killing train hobos. (laughs) What are we talking about today? I don't know. I was about to say you train didn't wake up this morning and say, "Oh, we're going to talk about train hobos." Train hobos. Then. That's today. That's on the agenda for the day. I'm pretty sure there was um, a famous bow chaser named Bojangles the Bow Chaser. I I need to edit that whole thing out because that's <laughs> the dumbest thing you've ever said. Like I'm I'm upset that you just said <laughs> that. You know why are you upset? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Bojangles the bow chaser? Like like you like I I purposely started this episode with one of the worst jokes I've ever heard. Like this is just not a good joke. It's like a dad joke. It's like a it's like a groany, you know, the punchline comes and everybody goes, "Uh," you know, like, <laughs> uh. and then you come out with Bojangles the bow chaser. We're on an equal playing field right now. No. Yes. I thought I had started us off at rock bottom. Like, there's no way to go it up. And then you come out, and you're like, hold my beer. Hold my Celsius. Yo, calling it now, next VHS Bojangles, movie. Bojangles, the Bo Chaser. That's going to be in the new VHS movie, calling it now. And that'll be the official death of the franchise. It's just been a steady decline, and then Bojangles, the Bo Chaser, came out. Look. So we were talking about don't this the other denial. day. VHS, like they don't, they don't have too many more avenues to explore. No. So would the next franchise be called like DVD, like straight to DVD? You know, or do they go reverse and it's called like eight millimeter, or it could be called um, no, because then they would do like silent films, and that shit pisses me off. They already did that in that. No, what was that? The Field Guide to Evil. That's yeah, a weird sound. Ugh. Yeah. There's here. some good parts in that one, but no, there isn't the goat one. I oh, know I'm talking Turkey? about of the silent film. Oh yeah, short no. film. Yeah, it's terrible, awful. awful. Um, so outdated. We still so one thing we had touched on on previous episodes is that Daniel's friend from Germany, Max, mm-hmm. is in the states right now visiting. But we were looking at the schedule, and I'm not actually sure if we're going to be able to have them on or not because it looks like the times. That they're in Texas. Well, Daniel works Thursday and Friday. So he would definitely be here. Of this week. Yes. But are they would they be able to be here on Monday when we record? We're not sure. We're not I don't know sure. what day Max is leaving. If you randomly see an episode pop up that has Daniel and Max on it, <laughs> we made it work. If not, uh Oh well. Yeah, go go He's, get a go get a schnitzel, <laughs> talk to your waiter. Probably be the same vibe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely not. No, no. How many German restaurants have you been to? Zero. I've had German food from restaurants, but I've never like gone. It's no, that's not true. There's that place in Fredericksburg. Um, it's like right on the main strip. Hmm. It's actually like 
I would assume super German, but I have no real means of comparison. But like just like what was on the menu and stuff, it it felt uh, authentic. Fredericksburg. You know what German food I can't stand? What sauerkraut? Yeah, isn't it just like mayonnaise and lettuce? No, it's no, that's cabbage. coleslaw. That's coleslaw. Yeah, that shit's trash too. Yeah, yeah, I'm not denying that. Okay, I'm pulling up a map of Fredericksburg. Okay. Now I have to literally like try to find this place. National Museum. Okay, so it's going to be on this road right here. Yeah. Main Street. Uh, and it's the Auslander. That means um, Auslander, where it's like A U-S, umlaut yeah. U-S. Uh-huh. That means um, foreigner. You're going to get fact-checked. Are you I'm sure? Pretty sure it means foreigner. You want to put money on it? How much you want to bet? Um, I'm betting today. You're in a betting mood today? Yeah. Auslander meaning. Uh, Auslander definition of meaning. Uh, a foreigner, outsider, or alien. I'm assuming they mean uh, like undocumented immigrant. And but I think. So I was right. They're talking about little green men. You know? You think they made a German adaptation? Of the film Alien, and it's called <laughs> Auslander. Auslanders. That sounds kind of tight, though. Yeah, it's not bad. Even though it's got like a. Well, even like movies like Die Hard have like a complete different translation. Yeah. Because that, if you take the German uh, name of Die Hard and translate it to English, it means to die very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Does that. But you also got to think like action movies, you know, how like the Germans are the bad guy. Yeah. Action movies in Germany. I feel like it, it was Russians. The Russians were no, always the bad guy. No, it was Germans. Guy. In the 90s, it was always the Russians. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, they always had AKs. After the Berlin <laughs> Wall came down, they were kind of like, Berets. Hey, can you take it easy on us? <laughs> um, okay, we'll go to the Russians. Yeah. Um, which... <laughs> I think I haven't seen. Do they still do that in movies now? Who what? No, where the Russians are the bad guy. No, now it's just uh, jihads, white people. No, in yeah. general, white men. Yes, to be specific, straight white men, cis white yes. men, male, the most evil that has ever <laughs> walked the planet. I don't know. <laughs> seen James Gordon? I don't know who that is. Is that one from Batman? No, the commissioner. Uh, James Corden with a C, I think. I don't know. He's like one of those late night talk host type no, people. I have no idea who he did the about. carpool karaoke thing. Uh, it's been on like YouTube, TikTok, and all that. I thought that was uh, Conan. No, I like Conan. He did the car. He, he did the carpool thing. No, this is like some British like fat dude, oh, blonde well, hair. Yeah. I don't pay attention to the Brits. I don't either. We won that war. Yeah. Like, it's over. Get know? over it. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't even know what I was you know, rambling about. My mother about. is obsessed with British television. Why? I don't know. And I give her crap about it every time I see her. I tell her we fought that whole war just so we wouldn't have to watch British television. And mm-hmm. She's just giving in, you know. She watching, like, soap operas and, and stuff? She has, like, some streaming service that's just for British shows. BBC? Hey. Chill. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not that. 
<laughs> that's uh, like a no. I don't know. It's like a Netflix, but for huh people with because I know that's the biggest like TV station in Britain. Teeth and teeth because they do like uh, BBC Radio. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, aware. I think that's I where they the also. Is, dude, I'm not retarded. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that's where they have Doctor Who, too, I would assume. I would assume. Because that's, like, their biggest yeah. thing, right? I haven't even seen an episode of Doctor Who. I mean, either. I'm not, I've never. Not a Doctor Whovian. I've never understood the the obsession. Me either. I don't, I don't understand. I genuinely don't get I it. I think if it was American, I'd probably like it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because I would say, might be an unpopular opinion. I don't know what the popular opinion is. But I think the American version of The Office is significantly more well-received than the British version of The Office. For sure. Now, I might be wrong. I wonder in, like, the UK, because I I know for a fact, and there's a lot of shows that are American adaptations of British shows, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people would, would be like, oh, like, the British version is better. But pretty much everyone unanimously agrees that the American version of The Office is better. Yeah. But I wonder in the UK how the American version is received. Like, do you think they still prefer the British version? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Do we have any Brits we could get on the phone? Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know there was a crossover. I remember that one episode. Really? Yeah, Ricky Gervais' Ricky character is uh, in the elevator and Michael comes in. Because they're kind of like the same character. Yeah, yeah. In each uh, version of the show. And they're like laughing about some stupid joke in the elevator or something. Like, that was cool. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, well, okay. Controversial opinion. I think Modern Family's better than The Office. I think Modern Family has more diversity than The Office. Yeah. You know? Um, the Office has... Man, this is going to be a hot take. Okay. I like The Office. I think it's funny. I do. I think it may have a slightly undeserved cult following. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you get- like, I think it's a good show. I do think it's funny. I don't know that it fully deserves the obsession that Office fans have with it. Yeah. I, know? Can, I can see that. Because that's one of those shows that people that are fans of that show just watch it on repeat. Like, as soon yeah. as the show ends, well, they'll start back over on the first episode. I didn't think it really got popular till it was on Netflix. And everybody that was could be. binge yeah, watching that could it, be. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I knew it was a show before, but, like, I didn't see the fandom, like, everywhere till it was, like, on streaming. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe that's true, and maybe you just didn't notice it, you know? Maybe. Because yeah. I want to say the same for, like, Friends, right? Because it being on Netflix kind of introduced it to a whole new generation yeah. that wasn't like watching TV in the 90s because maybe they're 2000s kids or whatever. So I feel like we saw that Friends popularity resurgence when it hit Netflix. Yeah, but I, would I say oh, it's more popular now than it was in the 90s? I don't know because it was really popular yeah, was. in the 90s too. The whole uh, the Rachel haircut. Yeah, and this is a hot take and an unpopular opinion. I think now, bear with me, folks, okay? <laughs> I think How I Met Your Mother is a better version of Friends. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are going to be upset by that. I think it's better. I think it's more well-written. And I think except for Ted Mosby, the main character, every other character is more likable than the characters on Friends. You ever watch How I Met Your Mother? 
seen a couple episodes. I couldn't really get into it, into it, but I, like I started it from the very beginning. It's funny. The main character is the only unlikable character in that show. I think the only character I actually really liked from Friends was Joey. I just think they're all insufferable. It's the same reason I don't like Seinfeld. Just a bunch of unlikable people, and well, that's why I don't like off of Seinfeld. They all sound. I don't like. Uh, I don't like workaholics. I don't like it's always sunny. I just don't like these shows where it's just like the most unlikable people on the planet, uh, with no redeeming qualities. Like th- these aren't people you would want to spend time with in real life. You know, mm-hmm. they're losers. They're like. They're just they're just the worst kind of people, but for some reason you throw a laugh track on and now all of a sudden it's, it's comedy gold. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I think the only one I ever liked was Workaholics, and I think that was mainly because I worked in a call center for a long time. Did you ever refer to yourself as a workaholic? Yeah. No. I'm sure you did at some point. No. I'm just gonna assume you did and judge you for it. Okay. That's cool. On that note. Little mean. We're gonna go ahead and take an, an ad break. We're gonna come back and figure out what the hell this episode is about. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna go outside, play on our phones, figure out <laughs> something interesting to talk about. And um what's there was up? something else I watched this week that okay. I found pretty interesting. So can you drag it out for like an hour? <laughs> no, I can try. Um, so you know, growing up like late 90s early 2000s skateboarding was like at an all-time high yeah um you watch the tony hog documentary uh no but eh, i haven't of. watched that yet either and i want so, to i was really um when i was younger in like middle school i was really into the skate culture and everything and i was really into uh like of course viva la bam jackass like that kind of era but i was also into like the street skater stuff. Uh, one of the ones I really liked was Chad Muska. Yeah, Muska uh, Beats. Mm-hmm. And I was there was a thing on Vice. I about think Muska him. had swag. Oh yeah, for sure. He was not an exceptionally talented skater. I think his image sold him more than his skating abilities. I think now I'm not saying he was. I'm not saying top. he wasn't good. You know, but you put Muska up against Rodney Mullen. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's getting bodied, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like he's, It's not even close. He was like the, I don't want to say, like he was kind of like the first like mainstream like skateboarding rock stars, that, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think so, because he started doing like Muska Beats, and he was mm-hmm. trying to do the rap thing, and he like was trying to be a producer, you know, yeah, and, and then, get everyone in on his beats. He, he was definitely one of the few people that tried to take his status as a as a professional skateboarder and go into other ventures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He wanted to use that status that he had gained to find other other paths in life as well. Whereas everyone else from that, like even Tony Hawk, right? Like yeah. everything Tony Hawk related, all success that he has is directly because of skateboarding. The video mm-hmm. games were about skateboarding. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everything was. Um Whereas Muska, I think, was one of the few people that really tried to do stuff outside of skateboarding. Yeah, for sure. Because he he ran away from home at like fourteen from uh, I don't know. He lived in like a shitty state. I can't even remember. When was that documentary made? Is it like uh, recent? Yeah, it just came out, but I think it uh, was filmed like six months ago. So, but it's like current. Yeah, Muska? it's recent. Yeah, he's 
he's still the same, but you can tell he's aged. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be in his like, yeah. 50s now. But I forgot, like, how much, Because he was like, probably 20-something in the 90s when we were all watching him. No, he was 18. Like, his late, first, late 90s. His first, like, major break, I think it was Toy Machine. Like, they were doing a video. Uh-huh. Um, that was, like, his first, like, big break, but a... You got a favorite skate video? I have to think about that one when we come back. Okay. I'll think of it. But uh, he had, like, the last part of it. And then, like, at the premiere, they couldn't get the movie to play at the theater or whatever. And he was, like, belligerent drunk. And, like, he got kicked off the team. And that's really? when he did. Um, what was that other brand? Who Shorties. Was Who was that he was riding for? Uh, Toy Machine. Toy Machine. I think my favorite skate video would have to be, it might be a cop-out answer, but I think the Yeah Right video from Girl was the mm-hmm. was, was probably my There favorite. was a Baker one that was really good, that was really popular, I remember. Well, anyway, um, he did that, did Shorties, and that's when he really blew up. And, um, and I remember him in, like, the Tony Hawk games and the Muscalade. Yeah. Um, but he also like revolutionized like yeah uh that's a good yeah one. cool well um <laughs> all right well, let's take a break let's figure out what we're talking about let's come back when we come back the topic is going to be so interesting and just <laughs> you're setting us up for failure as you're saying this i i hope you guys are comfortable i hope you've got the fuzzy socks with the aloe infused the regular fuzzy socks not with the grippy grip no yeah regular well as long as they're aloe-infused, all allow the grippy <laughs> grips, okay? they got to be aloe-infused. You need a matching uh, pajama set that is fall-themed, or I will accept a onesie, an adult onesie, okay? Uh, as long as it does not have a hood, because now you're just yeah. a child, you know? Um, get strapped in. This is about to be the most interesting episode you've ever heard. <laughs> get your Snuggie. Remember that? Be right back. <laughs> back and what we discovered over the course of of a pretty lengthy break yeah that was like probably 30 minutes plus i don't think so i felt like it though no i think it was it's like it's it's late is that uh we have absolutely nothing interesting to talk about this week (laughs) we we couldn't find anything interesting i completely lied to you guys when i said this was going to be the most interesting episode the only thing that's going to be interesting about this episode is us struggling to figure out what we're going to talk about during this episode. You know? Yeah, unfortunately. But and I was digging. I was digging. Yeah. I was looking up, like, crazy, true stories. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And a lot of it just led me to, like, Reddit posts, which I feel like we've already done the Ask Reddit episode, you know? Um I got so deep at one point that I was trying to figure out the history of Hasbula. <laughs> and was I it? found that there's nothing interesting about him. It's just a a grown man baby. He's like 20. He's 20. Yeah. 
He's three feet tall. He has Muslim parents and he's Russian. And that's the extent of it. That that's that's it. He's kind of a little shit though. Yeah. Like rude. Yeah. Apparently there was some controversy. Something he was uh I don't know, beefing with some chick on the internet. Well there was like an interview I saw he did with some some dude that's like uh, he works for Barstool Sports or whatever. Is it the long-haired guy? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. And he was, like, slapping him around and yeah. stuff. Damn but it's man. like, it's like when a chihuahua bites you. Yeah, true. You know? It's like they can't, they're not doing any damage. It's almost cute. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Because I feel like there's some chihuahuas, like, they hurt. Some are just, like, nibbling. You know what I mean? Herschel, like, tries to hurt you when he bites you. But it just, like... It feels more like he just placed, places his mouth on you, you know? <laughs> like he just slaps you with his open mouth. Like it doesn't actually do any I remember the one time he damage. like snapped at me. Yeah, he does that. But like it mainly just like startled me. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not a, it's not fear inducing. No. You know? Very good defense mechanism though. <clears throat> yeah, which I feel like is what it would feel like to fight Hezbollah. Yeah, you know, be like, oh, you know. Well, that's like a thing too now. Like these people become like little celebrities, and <laughs> half of them. Why you got? Why you got to say little? I was gonna say minor, but that just sounds even worse. They can't just be celebrities. They got to no. be little celebrities. No. Well, think about it. Hasbula <laughs> doesn't have any talent at all. Uh, yeah, that's true. And then you got people that's like, true. but I mean, I guess making. Making lemonade. Yeah, know? I mean, if it works, it works. Good for them. But Yeah, because he like he he would also struggle in... Driving? Well, like the, just the day-to-day like workforce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There, there was a lot of even basic jobs that he would probably struggle to do because he's three feet tall, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, even like, <clears throat> like working at a grocery store. We you know, stock the bottom shelf, you know, only. You can give him a stool. Yeah. But then he's going to spend most of his shift trying to climb up and down a stool. That and starting shit with people. You know? So, I mean, I guess it's, I don't know, but. Do you think it's I feel deserved? Like that's, that's all of human history, though. What? The fascination that normal sized people have with little people. Yeah. Like even if you go back to like the middle ages and stuff, you know, there were like court jesters and so you go back to the nineties and it was like a midget throwing, you know, <laughs> mini me. Yeah. You got like little person wrestling leagues and stuff. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a spectacle. Yeah. And I think if you have to be born as a little person, which is probably an extreme disadvantage in like the, the world, that, that is normal-sized. You know, everything is made for a normal-sized individual. You know what I mean? Then there's a way that you can take that that disability. Well, they got bite-sized Snickers now. That's true. Well, they're called fun-sized, oh. right? Yeah, true. I think so. I don't know. We I got some. I don't there. know. Y'all keep eating all of them. I can't <laughs> fact check. Oh, not that. y'all. That's David. That's David. A hundred percent. That dude will sit there and eat 20 pieces of Halloween-sized candy in a sitting and then yeah. move on with his life. Ask him what he wants for lunch. Oh, I'm good. And then eats the entire bucket of candy. Yeah. <laughs> Tight. 
so uh yeah, so this episode is not gonna be extremely interesting. No. Nothing interesting has happened in my you life. Know, I mean, we've started remodeling the kitchen. I guess that that's was, interesting. It, but it looked pretty nice from what well, I saw so far. It's like ten percent done. You know yeah. what I mean? And and that wasn't even like that. None of that's like installed. What was in that picture? Mm-hmm. That was just me like pushing everything where I think it's going to kind of go just to yeah. see what it looks like. Like nothing's actually like screwed into the wall yet. You know yeah, what I mean? But every bit of progress is progress. You know, it's progress. It's coming slow and it's stressful. But, uh, you know, they say the kitchen is the heart of the home. And you don't really realize how important a kitchen is until you don't have one. And we're coming up on, I mean, we're, it's been a couple months that we yeah. haven't had a kitchen. And it's, uh, yeah, it's stressful. It's very, very stressful. Um, back on the, <laughs> the carny thing. What? The, you remember how we were talking about the, you brought up like the carnival, carnies? It, like what, like? Two or three episodes ago? No, like just a couple minutes ago. I was t- no, I was talking about little people. Well, they were, they were part of heard, the carnies. You heard carnies. Yeah, I think that what might it, be it, that, you, that might be an issue you need to unpack. Yeah. You know? Well, no, I think it's a very interesting like because it's not really a thing anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, like the, the freak like, show or whatever. Yeah, but sideshow carnival stuff. I think it would be. I would want to like experience that and like go to one. Like if I had a time machine, well, that's I would what go I'm back saying. It's like uh, finding a way to monetize your disability instead of letting it just hold you back in life. Well, it's evolved over time. True. Because now, well, now it's all on back, social media. Yeah, you know, it's all on TikTok. It's, um, uh, now we have Little Women Atlanta and things what's like that. that show? You know? What's that show? I can't remember. Uh, Little People, Big World, or whatever. Yeah. Didn't they have like normal sized kids? Yeah. There's like two little people with normal yeah, size kids. Yeah, the math was a math. And was like, Do you eh? think that creates an odd power dynamic within the household? You know? I would have to assume so because there's going to be like one day. A large portion of children respecting parents has to come from the fact that parents are bigger than children. Yeah. So by the time that the children grow up, go through puberty, they start getting big, you've already sort of indoctrinated them for years to respect you. Yeah. Right? But what's that moment that clicks in their head, head and they're like, Dad, I'm taller than you. Yeah, like I could take you. Yeah. You know? You can't do anything. Are you going to threaten me? <laughs> Kick the stool from out under them? <laughs> yeah. Like just hide the stool. I would assume so. That's like one of my, like, man, I hope that doesn't happen. Like what? My son's taller than me. I don't like, know. He might be because you're not super tall. So, like. Well, my dad isn't very tall either. He's like 5'10". I don't know about, mm, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. Only time will tell, you know? Um, so we've just passed Halloween. Yes. We've got the rest of the holiday season coming up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which would be. Now, one thing I've noticed, and I don't know if you've experienced this or not, but it does feel like the older you get, the the holidays just feel less and less like the holidays. I feel like it's the opposite for me. Is it? Yeah. So, excuse me. Um, so, like, Halloween, I find more joy of it now than when I was younger. Granted, like, up until I was about, like, 
10, I was like really excited to go trick or treating and stuff. But I get more of a joy of like doing that with my son. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. And for me, I would say specifically Halloween, I would agree on that because uh, we didn't really celebrate Halloween growing up. Mm -hmm. So it's a bigger deal now that I let my son go trick-or-treating and stuff like that yeah. than it was when I was a kid. But, I mean, I think specifically more like um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and Christmas don't feel as, like, uh, I guess, like, magical. Now everything feels more like plans and responsibilities. Yeah. And, and, kind of you know, drains the fun out of it. It does, a little bit. Never really been a big fan of Thanksgiving. Just yeah, we of talked the, about that about before. About the food and stuff. Yeah. Um, we but, talked about that before. Yeah, Christmas was always tight because I loved to get in gifts and stuff. But see, I, I always just liked the season. I liked the the music and the decorations and the just like the pageantry of it all. It's very it's very theatrical. Christmas, yeah. is, you know what I'm saying. Um, and it's it's this weird theater that we all sort of agree on and and participate in. Yeah, you know. You go to the stores, and all the stores are participating. And you go to, you know, you're driving around in neighborhoods. And yeah. The neighborhood is participating. People got lights up. People are, you know. I always liked that aspect of it. It always felt when I was younger like everyone was a little nicer around Christmas. Everyone yeah. was a little more excited to be around each other and stuff. And I guess maybe, like, that's the part of it that I think just doesn't feel the same anymore i kind of wish it had more of like that movie magic feel you know like when you would like there's like certain movies during christmas time like the family goes out to the store or get a christmas tree yeah you look on the streets every building has like christmas lights on it you know well and see like even people that, waving and even stuff. that like less and less and less houses are decorated now, yeah you know mm. you see less uh and i don't know i don't know if if i feel like i remember a lot more decorations a lot more uh celebration as a child than i notice now yeah. and i don't know if that's true or if i'm maybe i'm just relating it to the movies i watched as a kid yeah you know and thinking that that was real life but i definitely feel like as a society well, the Christmas just, spirit has like gone down. Yeah, like yeah. Santa's Santa's sleigh can't fly because there's not enough Christmas spirit. You know. Yeah. No, I feel that. Um, well, when you were growing Santa up, Santa Claus. I think you lived in like a neighborhood, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like grew up most in like all neighborhoods. all the houses had like Christmas lights and stuff. I out. would say so. Like you know, you drive down a street, and if that if that street had 10 houses on it i'd say at least like four or five were decorated yeah now i feel like every two streets has one house that's decorated yeah, for sure you know what i'm saying well i was going to correlate that to like you kind of living more out towards the country now yeah but even that this will only be like my second christmas out there yeah and, and even before that in neighborhoods and stuff because i remember as a kid it used to be a thing that we would all pile in the car and just go drive around neighborhoods yeah, look at the christmas look lights, at lights and stuff yeah and i feel like you can't even do that anymore yeah. now it's like you're driving to Walmart and you pass like two houses that are decorated and yeah. it's like a big deal because well, like nobody even, does it. Even like correlating in that last year when uh went to uh, was it Trail Lights in Belton? Yeah, the uh Nature and Lights. As a kid I remember Wait, that Belton. place. Yeah, Blora. Yeah. Nature and Lights, yeah. I remember like 
just it being packed, like the line uh-huh. went all the way yeah. out to. Now there's almost no one there. Yeah. They still do it every year, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't think about it till like we started talking about it now. It is, it's very odd. Well, that, that's the what city's I'm saying. also it's, getting bigger, too. There's this, I think there's a societal issue with Christmas spirit. Yeah. There is less of it. There is decidedly less of it. And I don't know where that comes from. Social um, media. Well, yeah, but is it just like the, you know, is is there, is it just to have to do with like the commercialization of Christmas and it's not fun anymore because it's been over commercialized? Or is it like, 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 like an actual societal issue, like uh, depression and anxiety are running more rampant than ever in human history. Everybody has some mental health issue and... I think in general, mm-hmm. people are more stressed out, less like happy, more like kind of overworked, and they have more on their plates and more mm-hmm. doctor's appointments and paperwork and, and, you know, just like, I think people are, people aren't as happy as they used to yeah. be, you know? I see that. Did you ever, did you or your family uh, used to ever go like Black Friday Christmas shopping? Uh, I've gone a few times. Family never went. I've gone a couple times by myself, and then it was maybe like the second or third year that me and Shelby were together. She said she had never done it, so we went out like mm-hmm. super late, and and just so she could like kind of see the spectacle of it all. And I think that was the last time I actually did anything like that. Have you noticed like any difference between like how many people participate in that? It's probably been four or five years since I've actually purposely gone out on Black Friday for Black Friday shopping. Mm-hmm. And and even that, like... Because I feel like that's even, died down quite well, a bit, too. Because Black Friday's not a thing anymore. Now they start at, like, Wednesday night, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, because it used to be, like, the store would close Thursday night at, like, 10 p.m. Yeah. And then all the workers would spend from 10 p.m. to like 6 a.m. getting the store ready while people lined up outside. Yeah. They'd open the doors and it would be like chaos. But now it's like they don't even close the stores down. They're like, well, they we're doing spread these it out deals on Wednesday and those deals on Thursday. Yeah. And make and sure you Cyber Monday get your pamphlet so you know what deals are happening yeah. on what days. Like it's And even that, like I feel like the spectacle has been killed by, yeah, I don't know. It just being like, it's just, it's all a commercial thing now. Even Christmas, like, it feels less magical because it feels more like this forced money obligation. Yeah. And and it's, you know, like, it it doesn't feel as much like the focus is on family and togetherness Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, things like that as much as it feels like, uh, well, you got to make sure you have this thing by this time and you got to buy these presents and you got to get this hot item before it's sold out yeah. and you got to go to XYZ and yeah. Cause I was, I feel like just as a people, we have more on our plates yeah. than we ever have. In like this in, economy. in, well, it, yeah. And, and maybe that's wrong. I don't know because a hundred years ago, people might've been like actually uh, farming and you know like having to work full jobs but i've you know you also could have a 
stay-at-home mom and a dad that worked 40 hours a yeah. week and that was enough to buy a house and own a car and, yeah you, you know, used to like, be able to work minimum wage yeah and be able to buy a house yeah and that, that's why it was called minimum wage because that was the minimum wage that you needed to survive and you could still survive with that money you know um thanks jimmy carter <laughs> Well, and it's just like our lives are so busy now. Yeah. They're so busy. We literally started this podcast this morning, like an hour and a half late. Yeah. Because you had a parent-teacher conference at the school. Mm -hmm. Like there's always some obligation, you know, always. Isn't that growing up though? I, I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it is just part of it. Or if our generation is actually busier than our parents' generation was and the parents before them, you know? Yeah. I can't remember. I mean, we don't we don't even sit down and watch TV at my house. We are always doing something. The time that we sit down to relax and rest is when we go to bed. If we're awake, there's something. There's paperwork that has to get filed, invoices that have to be created. We're in the middle of repairing a kitchen. Our son has school obligations. We have 40 yeah. farm animals that have to be taken care of multiple times a day. Um, and then on top of just the regular stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like remembering when trash day is and remembering what bill is doing what day. Like it's just, it's constant. It's nonstop. It's literally nonstop. Do you think the creation of cell phones has make life made life easier or harder in the long run? I think cell phones have made life easier. I think social media Mm. has made life harder. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the cell phone per se, because you delete social media, and now your cell phone has gone back to being a calculator and a place to store your music and a place to check your calendar. And, you know, it Mm -hmm. kind of puts, puts all of the things that you need on a daily basis in one spot, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I think the the hustle and bustle, uh, yeah, and maybe that's just like the boomer in me, but I blame most things in this world on social media. Well, I mean. And as a tattooer, I feel like I, I have to maintain social media well, yeah, because that's like, where clients come from yeah, these days. It's not portfolios anymore. It's your Instagram. Literally, yeah. I have a portfolio and I haven't printed new pictures in like three years because yeah. people come in, they've already checked out your Instagram. They already know what artists they want to talk to and what they want to get from them. And it's all like, I'm, I'm, I'm and, and, shocked. But that's, it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Like, but I can say that if I wasn't a tattooer, and I didn't need a social media presence. You have it. That that yeah, it would be a lot easier for me to be like, Instagram no longer serves me, especially with how how they've beat that algorithm to death. You oh know? yeah, like I have ten and a half thousand followers, and I I'll, I'll ba- barely break a hundred likes on a post. Mm-hmm. You know, that's insane. Even with like sharing it to the story and everything. Yeah, with everything, still barely break it. You know. Yeah, I don't see why it's still, like, so high up there on, like, the social media. Because like, n- nothing else has come out to compete with it. Yeah. And it's because Besides TikTok. Facebook bought Instagram. Yeah, I so, think that's where it fell downhill. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, and it sucks because, I mean, we live in a time where people's business, their livelihood, 
It's based off of social media. Goes through social media, yeah. Like you have a ton of these internet-based companies that sell whatever it is they sell, but all their revenue, all their traffic comes from social media, every bit of it. And then Instagram comes in and ruins the algorithm, and now it's like their sales plummet. Yeah, what? Unless they spend a bunch of money to Instagram to advertise these posts, you know? So now... They're spending a ton of money to Google and Facebook to to advertise on Google and Instagram that is coming out of their, like, profit shares, mm -hmm. you know? And, but, like, what do you do? The, they've created a company that re relies on social media to sell their product. Mm -hmm. There is no other avenue to sell that product. So they play the game. They spend the advertising money. And now you can't scroll through your Instagram feed without every fifth post being a sponsored post. Yeah, or advertisement. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's nothing else out there that we can fall back on and be like, well, screw Instagram. I'm going to go use this. It's the same thing that happened when Instagram came out and everyone jumped ship and stopped using Facebook. Yep. You know? And now we're just waiting for the next thing to come out so we can all leave Instagram and go to the better platform until Facebook buys that too. You know what I mean? I feel like we're going to be on a five to ten year cycle for the rest of our lives of just waiting for the next good platform that we can use and exploit to further our, our businesses. Yeah. But I feel like we're overdue. Like Instagram's. Yeah. We've been using this for a long time now. Yeah, because you know? what? It's almost like ten years old. I, I've been on it for ten years. I think some of my first posts were from 2012. Yeah, I was going to say I had it since 2012 because that was just like just seeing like that's what like um, like bands I would like listen to and follow. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how I kept track of like uh, shows and stuff. And I want to say it really changed. I want to say about maybe four or five years ago. I think, but we're overdue for the next iteration yeah, of social sure. media by far. But there is a part of me that likes the fact that I feel like each um, version is better than the last, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I started on MySpace. That was my yeah. first thing, you know? And when Facebook first came out, like, I hated it. But it got a lot better because it took what MySpace was doing and improved upon it, you mm -hmm. know? And then Instagram was so much better than Facebook, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I only use Facebook for Marketplace now. I can't stand Facebook. Because I think Instagram took the best parts of Facebook and improved upon it. So I have to think whatever the next thing is, it's going to be better. Yeah. I just well, don't I know what it is like, or when it's coming. Well, I was going to say the next thing I would say would probably be TikTok. Yeah, and TikTok. But that's where we're in a weird thing because the content that does well on TikTok um, is vastly different than the content that does well on Instagram. Well, I think that also has to take in part of the societal perception well, of what takes off and what doesn't. I think, I, mean? I think it has more to do with how content is pushed, okay? I have followers on Instagram who follow me because of tattooing, mm -hmm. right? They are there to see tattoo content. That's why they followed me in the first place, Okay. When I put something out on Instagram, it's getting pushed to my followers first. TikTok is completely different because it mm -hmm. pushes it out to the For You page where it's showing a bunch of people that might not care at all about the content you're pushing out. Mm -hmm. 
they don't follow you. They don't care about your tattoos. So if I do tattoo-related content, you know, like wipe-down videos and stuff like that, it bombs on TikTok. Mm -hmm. It does not do good at all. You have to come up with original, funny, comedy, engaging content on TikTok. And now I'm not even selling my product. I'm selling myself. Yeah. I have to make people like me, not just like my tattoos. Yeah. You know? So <clears throat> it's turned into this big game that all of us as tattooers have to play because there's too many tattooers now. There's too many. There's too many options, and there's too many talented tattooers. It's no longer that you're the best person in your city and everyone else sucks and people come to you just because you're the only one there that doesn't suck, you know? Every city that has more than five shops probably has multiple people that are that are doing nice tattoos. Yeah. And if you've got five shops, two of them are doing decent tattoos, one of them is utilizing social media they're getting all the business. It doesn't even matter if that other shop is doing good work, you know, because yeah. they're not playing the game. And that's what it is. It's a big stupid game that I'm really exhausted to keep to continue playing. But I feel like, um, yeah, it's hard. I feel like you don't have a choice because I know tattooers that can tattoo me under the table, and they are nowhere near as busy as I am because they won't they won't engage in that. But time has evolved yeah and you have to evolve with it even even if you disagree with it even if it sucks i've got a family i have mouths to feed i have to stay busy you know would you rather tattoo in the time before social media it's really hard to say it's hard to say um there was a lot of money to be made back then and a lot of that was, was, uh, there was a lot less tattoo shops. Yeah. You know, people wanted to get tattoos. They, they didn't have a whole lot of options. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So they would go where they would go and, and everything was word of mouth and stuff like that. But, uh, tattooing, I don't think was tattooer. It's, it's so, it, it, it's really hard to articulate. That's a really challenging question, and it's really hard to articulate because it, there's pros and cons to both. Yeah. Tattoos would not be even remotely as popular as they are without social yeah. media, you know. Therefore, a lot less people are getting tattooed, mm -hmm. which means I'm not as busy. But by the— You don't have to deal with the stigma Well, by, well, by the flip media. side, though, um, there's less tattooers. Because there's a ton of people that have become tattooers because of social media, because of the things they saw, you know. So, yeah, there's going to be less of a client pool, but there's also going to be less of an artist pool. So maybe it balances out. I don't know, you know. And, like, yeah, maybe I'm tattooing a lot less people, but maybe I'm tattooing people that are a little more serious in the type of tattoos they're getting because they're not just cool shit. Yeah, they're not just trying to get the Instagram tattoo or yeah. the Pinterest tattoo or whatever you want to call it, you know. Because now we've gone back to a time where tattooing was edgy. edgy. Yeah, it was raw. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, you weren't doing it to be popular. Yeah. You weren't doing it to fit in. You were actually doing it to, to stand out and to not fit in, mm -hmm. which is like the polar opposite of what we're seeing now. Now I think the reason so many people get so many boring cookie cutter tattoos is because they're not tattoo people, but they feel like to fit in, they have to get 
X, yeah. Y, Z. They're getting they're getting tattooed out of an obligation, out of a social obligation, not because because these are the same people that you delete Instagram and everything else. They're not getting tattooed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You take that same person and you put them back in 1992 instead of 2022. They're not getting tattooed. Yeah, not at all. You know, so that's that's challenging. It's tough, and yeah, I don't. I think- you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's like that old saying, shit in one hand and wish in the other yeah. and see which one fills up first. I mean, you know, I like wishing I could tattoo in a different era or whatever is just um, wishful it, thinking. Well, it's a, it's a waste. It's a waste yeah. of mental capacity because this is the era that I have to tattoo in. Yeah. I, don't get, I don't get to pick any other era. So how do I make the best of where I'm at? And unfortunately, what that looks like is maintaining a social media presence and, you know, um, watching what I say, watching what I share to my stories, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't even want my political opinion to get out there because now everything's identity politics and the world is so polarized that if I even were to say, I support this candidate, immediately half of my potential client base is not going to get tattooed by me because there's no way I can get tattooed by somebody that I politically disagree with. Oh, yeah, that's also like a perception thing that people people can't just disagree anymore. No. Like disagree to, to no, agree, no. Or agree yeah. to disagree. You used to Sorry. be able to disagree with your neighbor and still sit down at the dinner table yeah. and be friends. And now... I want to say that's because of... Social media. I mean, it, it, that I think has more to do with media. Well, yeah. You know, I'm not going to just say social media. I think we're, we've all been, well, they see we've all on both sides of the aisle in the, have been brainwashed to believe that we're right. And if you disagree with me, you're wrong. And I am a better person than you. That's identity politics in a nutshell. Yeah. You know, that's the package that we've been sold. And it's, it's, it's bull. It's, you know, it's bullshit yeah. because both sides of the aisle, the politicians at the highest level, none of them care about us. You know, Republican, Democrat, like they're all politicians. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're all politicians. And, and 99.99% of politicians are in it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And they've picked the side that they've picked and the platform that they would choose to run on based solely on, I think this will be the best for my political career. Not even necessarily like, this is what I believe yeah. in. Like, what's going to get me farthest in life, you know? That's what it's turned into. Like, ever yeah. since. It's power. It's power to benefit the powerful. Mm-hmm. When it used to be power to benefit the people. Yep. You know? I genuinely believe at one point in human history, politicians were trying to do what they felt was best for the American people. And now I fully believe that every politician is trying to do what's best for them. Yeah. And I don't know if maybe it's always been that way and the veil's just been lifted, or I I believe that we are truly in a different time. And uh, there's, there's no more altruism. There's no more people doing what's right for their fellow man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. It's... Because we don't... Like, n- prime example, social media, right? 
How many times have you seen a video where some influencer is helping some homeless person and you know that if they're not recording and posting this, yep. they're not helping that homeless person, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, I'll help my fellow man, but more importantly, how does that help me? I feel like that's politics in a nutshell. Oh, I'll, I'll help you guys. Yeah. I'll do the things that I said I was going to do, but it's not because I want to help you. It's because that's going to secure you voting for me on the next election cycle. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't do the stuff that I said I was going to do, you're not going to vote for me. And I don't actually care about you, your life, your well-being, your family. I care about securing your vote four years from now. It's even like, even if you knew somebody like all your life, and then they, they've been doing that stuff all their life. And then once they start putting like a camera to the person's face, it's like you question their whole like motive. (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a tough one because, and I think maybe we've talked about this before. I can't remember, but like that homeless person that gets helped, mm-hmm. do you think they care that they're being used for this other dude's content, or do you think they're just stoked that they got help that day? It's like, see, I I don't know if is it a bad thing because at the end of the day, regardless of why it happened, that homeless dude still got a meal and a haircut and yeah. a place to live or whatever. You know what I mean? But it's so like, like, do you think he's like, oh, man, I can't believe I got used for content creation? Or do you think he's just like, wow, I woke up homeless and now I have a apartment I and a haircut? I think it's more of that route. And it's it's all a matter of perception. Yeah. And if that encourages more people to go out and help, even if they're just doing it to create content, that's still more people that are being helped. So yeah. that, I go back and forth on like, is this right or not? It's a double-edged sword for sure. It is. It is. And I think I want to live in a world where we help each other just for the sake of helping each other. Yeah. But I also understand that that's wishful thinking, you know? Really is. So maybe if content creation is the reason people are helping each other like should i just be like at least people are helping each other or should i just be like no like that sucks i don't know and yeah. i'll probably never know and that's why i'm turning into like a boomer <laughs> you know where i'm just like screw everybody i just want to like sit on my porch and yell at people that walk by well you that's know? the thing right you grew up despising the boomer to you becoming <sighs> yeah I don't know, man. Uh, Well, this went from least interesting episode to most depressing episode. So if you've stuck around this far, we really appreciate it. We're going to take one more Mm -hmm. ad break. We're going to come back and, I don't know, probably just put the final nail in the coffin and then uh, call it a day. We'll be right back. Hey, Josh here. Just a quick reminder, if you're enjoying the Iron Right Tattoo podcast, it really helps us to beat the algorithm with likes, comments, and shares. If you haven't subscribed already, please do that, and don't forget to hit that bell. And if you haven't already done so, please leave us a review. Thanks. Okay, and we're back. Um, this is probably going to be a shorter episode, which is okay. Like I said, it's just it's rainy. Literally, yeah. when we just came back and hit record, like the whole building started 
roaring because the rain's beating down on it, you know. Um, <sighs> we just got to uh, push through, push through. Stick to it. Stick to it. I got literally like two questions. We're going to answer those, and then we're probably going to shut this thing down, okay? We got a late start today. We didn't have any direction, mm -hmm. so uh, we'll be better. No better, do better. This is episode, you know, I hate I, I hate beating down this entire episode and talking crap about it. And now I want to, like, say something celebratory. <laughs> but this is episode 20. Yeah. Uh, that's 20 weeks. We've stuck to this thing. Well, And I'm, I'm a big time, like, I have severe ADHD. I'll get a new hobby and I'll do it for a month. And then I'll get bored and give up. So... 20 weeks. Um, it's sad that I got to do math. What is that? Five? Four weeks, right? Yeah. Five months. We've been yeah. doing this now. That's a long time for me to well, like, stick then, through to something, you know? 20th birthday ain't the biggest one. But, but I think. But we've doubled the amount of episodes since we hit double digits. That is true. That's a double double. You mathing right now. We just hit it in and out menu option <laughs> that having been said wait till we hit the triple double um what weird food combinations do you really enjoy mm, that's a good one um i've got two and i get judged heavily for them i think i know one of them you made me try one of them i believe did it slap it's all right I wouldn't go out of my way to like have oh, I it. Do. You know what I mean? Okay. I know y'all are going to think I'm weird. Next time you make a PB&J, first of all, if it ain't a double decker, you didn't even make a PB&J. Okay. If I have to explain what a double decker is, there's a whole other issue going on. <laughs> all right. You got your double decker PB&J. Don't put it on the sandwich. Okay. On the plate, I need you to put a big glob of ranch. And then you're going to dip your sandwich in the ranch. It's got the tangy, savory, sweet thing going on. Mm. Mm, it's good. I found that out by accident. I had Ruffles potato chips plain uh -huh. and some ranch on my plate because I was going to eat my sandwich and dip my chips in the ranch. little ranch spilled past the chip floodgate that I had created. And touched my sandwich. Like, but I'm yeah. not going to not eat my sandwich. So yeah. Like, eh, took a bite. And like I heard glass shatter. <laughs> I heard the angels sing. As you're describing. A random like beam of light cut through my window. <laughs> and like illuminated me. And I swear. You're going to think I'm lying. I floated at least three inches off the couch. You can imagine. The light shines down right. And all you hear is. Josh. <laughs> Hold on, hit that again. Josh. Another one would be uh I like to dip my toast in ketchup. I mean it's just hard bread and ketchup. It's it's good. One when I was a kid, okay. Uh Pringles. Okay. Original, no specific flavor. Um with ketchup. Okay. I don't know why. I haven't had that's any a weird years, one. But that's a weird one. Um, another one 
I don't know, because I'm like very like specific when it comes for like food. I hate people who put ketchup on eggs. I love ketchup on eggs. I don't. I don't. I don't hate you, but I hate. No, it's like, cool. It's cool. Right. Yeah, but you don't like eggs. I do love. You have eggs. a weird relationship with eggs. How? You go back three episodes. We had a straight argument about deviled eggs. That's different because they hard smell boiled like eggs. You only like scrambled eggs, like no, a toddler. No, I like over easy. Next question. <laughs> well, no, I got one more. Okay. Um, you know, like German rye bread, they would sell it like H E B. Yeah. That with some butter. Is on that it? the bread that's like super bitter? Or is no. that pumpernickel? Pumpernickel is also pumpernickel. They're both like dark it's, breads, and I always get them confused. It's like, uh, it's like, yay shaped. Okay. Um, it's shaped like Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And it's like very long pieces. It's like yeah, really like, weird like oval, oval. oval. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that butter, you, butter and Doritos. I, I don't think like that sounds super weird because to me that's not super different. Like the Dorito on the bread, In or the just bread, like like making a sandwich. Yeah, but I mean, you know that it's summer. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes. It's summer. Mm-hmm. You've been at your best friend's house. He has a pool. Okay, because mm-hmm. I didn't have a pool. We were too poor. My friend has a pool. You're playing. You don't realize how how tired you are. So hot, you know. You get out of the pool. Tired. The sun like instantly dries you off. You run inside. You're still in wet swim shorts. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, a bologna and cheese sandwich shows up with a single serve bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. You crack them Doritos open. You take half the bag and you put it on the sandwich. Smoosh it together. You feel that crunch. And then you eat it. That sandwich is busting, right? Yeah. So I don't. I don't feel like the Doritos on the rye bread is like too far. Well, it was just from... there was nothing else on it. Uh, like now that I think about it, it's like it's an odd choice because I'm a very picky. Uh, I eater, guess I can see. You know. Um, I feel like it's like one thing. I'll take one rye, bologna and cheese sandwich. Can I please substitute the bologna and cheese for Doritos? That's what you did. You know, Boar's Head. Yes. The, like the ring baloney, mm, I love everything. Boar's head, that's the best thing. It'd the be H-E-B like a horseshoe shape, so good. What, yes, what's something you really resent paying for? Mm. Like throughout my life, I guess. Like currently, I don't know. This is our final question, though. Mm. Uh, my answer is going to be the internet. Let me explain. There is no like physical internet. I can't hold it in my hands. Okay, and whether I use it or not, it is still pumping through the lines that run directly to my house. Mm-hmm. Whether I pay for it or not, the internet exists right there in those lines. And I'm paying hundreds of dollars just to be able to access something that I already have available right there. And the thing that really bothers me is the fact that I can pay more to get more of it. When, again, it's not changing 
the way it's sent to me or the, like the amount of internet I'm being sent. All they're doing is opening up some gate that doesn't even exist. It's just a line of code mm-hmm. that tells the equipment in my house how much it's allowed to have. That pisses me off. That's a good that's a good answer. Now I understand it costs money to maintain those things. It costs money to employ people. They have to be able to, you know, I get that. But I think how expensive it is and how much more you have to pay just to get a usable amount of the internet is kind of ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a really good point. My answer is going to be the internet. Mm. I think just like a flat rate, 20 bucks, everybody pays it. They're still making millions, millions upon millions upon millions. So what's something you resent paying for? You ready for this? I am. Taxes. (laughs) Amen, brother. (laughs) Amen, brother. Hold on. We're about to have some church up in here. A pool of hallelujah. It's unconstitutional. Again, again. I understand the need for taxes. We all pitch mm-hmm. in as a society to keep our society running. I get that. I've said this before and I'll say it again. My problem with taxes is that I do not get to decide where my tax money is going. Mm-hmm. Okay? If I got to fill out a piece of paper that I said this is what I want my money to be used for when I filed my taxes, I would feel 10 times better. Because maybe I want teachers to get paid better and maybe my neighbor wants uh roads to be fixed we should get that option yeah right we people, instead right? of our tax money being used for stuff that none of us want to use it for right how much of my money is sitting in ukraine right now mm. i didn't agree Go to off. that i didn't agree to that mm. you know what i'm saying yes sir how much of my tax money just doubled the amount of irs agents I don't want that. Mm-mm. I didn't agree to that. But I'll go to jail if I don't pay for it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> On that note. Taxation. is theft. Peace. Later.